Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. Well, with hardly any movies being released and even fewer being watched, we somehow managed to scrape together our top ten list for the world's most beloved year to date. Here are the best movies of 2020. Well, now that January is practically over, we figured we'd make a top ten movie list. I don't know if you guys know, but um, a few noteworthy things happened in 2020, and perhaps most noteworthy among them, uh, movies were delayed, canceled, put off altogether, and movie theaters, by and large, were shut down for better parts of the year, if not most of the year. Yeah. Big problems if you want to watch movies. Devastation. In fact, here here's an anecdote. I goes to see... Uh, a movie with my kids, kids movie. And it's just a weekend. One weekend, you're just going to see a movie with your kids. There were some rumblings out there that people were coming down with the crud. And I thought, that's weird. Let's go out here and see this movie. Little did I know that would be the last time I would be in a movie theater. It's to date. I had no idea. I didn't soak it up. I took, took it for granted. Mm. Uh, Abby is on the show tonight. Here I am. Do you remember that day? Yeah, I do. We brought Lysol wipes and hand sanitizer, and there was like two other people in the movie theater. I don't remember the wipes and sanitizer. Yeah, it smelled like alcohol in the whole place. Gross. Bethany Allen's on the show. Can you believe it? I can. It's like four in a row. <laughs> I know, we're doing great. I mean, y'all are locking me in. <laughs> We keep we telling her other things are happening, and then she comes over, and then we're <laughs> in her microphone. seducing me with other things. <laughs> There's a date over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> imagine uh, how we got Bethy. I'll tell you. Uh, we booked her in 2020 when everything first started going down, and she's actually showing up to those dates that we booked. Now you just got to get her way in advance. Uh, what? I'm saying that's how difficult it is to get you on the oh, calendar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That a yeah, year ago. Yeah, I'm kind of a big deal, you know. Yeah. Busy, Mike, busy guy. Mike's on the show. <laughs> busy guy, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a busy guy, too. You are a busy guy. Mike, here. do you remember being at the movies? No, not really. Can you remember what you saw last? I really do not. I don't think I saw a single film in the theaters. Did you not see Tenet? I did not. I did not go to the theater in 2020. Hmm. Oh. Oh, I we had the theater. I think I saw r- that Rambo movie in 2019. Yeah, that was, that was way lost. back there. Yeah. <laughs> I think I saw movies in 2019, too, now that I think about it. A very different time. <laughs> I saw life. Jurassic Park once. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick's well, on the show. Weird. Yeah, I'm here. Do you remember the movies? I, I remember the movies. I think I was at that one with you guys. A kids movie with the hand sanitizer like Sonic the Hedgehog or something and then that was the last time I went and then we drove hours to go see Tenet we did we didn't drive hours we drove like 50 minutes was it man it felt like a lifetime yeah but it was during the firestorm when oh, we yeah. went and we it went in the like smoke storm scary but we still we prevailed yeah and really overcame a lot of odds and obstacles you just just getting out there in these last days just trying That's to it. brave it and it's all going down. We might as well see a movie. Yeah. I mean, where where do you want to be? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> the theaters in our area opened briefly, and I mean briefly, like four uh, weeks or something like that. Yeah. 
And I took it for granted then. Well, actually, that's not true. I was excited to get back. In fact, we all talked about it in person. We're like, hey, guys, we can go see a movie again. Let's go do it. What do you want to see? There ain't no movies planned. But if you want to go see Hocus Pocus on the big screen, now's your chance. One showing at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. One showing of Hocus Pocus or The Nightmare Before Christmas. And then it was over. But we scoured through the list of every single movie that was released in 2020. And each of us on the show tonight, Patrick, Mike, Bethy, Abby, and myself, we all wrote down every single movie that we saw. It turns out that we did manage to see some movies. Yeah. Now, usually, uh, we don't even have to humor this part of it. We try to show off and flex and say, how many movies did you see in 2019? And, uh, you know, a few of us say, oh, I saw 30, I saw 50. And then it gets to Matt and Tyler, and I never really believe them because Matt will be like, I saw 89 movies. And we're like, are you counting commercials? I don't know. what." And then Tyler will always be like, I watched 112. <laughs> like, did you just Man. wait to go last and say the, li- the yeah. highest number you could I just don't of? believe them either. That's too many. Yeah, and like, also, are you working? You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> the other question is like, did you really see 112 movies? Because you have a job. So anyway. Yeah, he's not on the show to defend that's himself. That's just some feedback. But I, I mean, that's why I don't think, I mean, there's no way. There's no way this sucker. Yeah, we don't believe him. We don't believe Tyler, and we don't believe Matt, and that's why neither of them on the show, we kicked him off. (laughs) We kicked him off. They got a movie on on their phone in the background while they're doing dishes. Yeah. Somebody, they read a Wikipedia synopsis. (laughs) They're like, that sounded pretty good. Yeah. I managed it pretty good. So ordinarily, correct me if I'm wrong, Patrick, uh, I think that at some point this was Patrick's idea. He said, let's not just do a top ten. Let's have honorable mentions, two honorable mentions, and uh, also a biggest disappointment. Yeah. Now, uh, everyone was over here making their lists before the episode. And uh, I won't lie to you guys. It was slim pickings. In fact, it was a struggle. Some people were saying, I heard a lot of this. Did I see 10 movies? And then they're <laughs> scouring through the list. Oh, okay. And then before we started, Abby said, well, my top 10 list is going to have movies I didn't like. <laughs> 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 so we're doing the best we can. With what we have. Yeah. Maybe some of you guys, when you clicked on this episode, thought to yourself, you thought, what? How are there going to be a top 10 movies in 2020? It's going to be a doozy. A, a doozy Fair indeed. question. Mm-hmm. So, Patrick, you want to start things off with your biggest disappointment of 2020. <laughs> yeah. And it's of all of 2020, <laughs> I know your biggest disappointment is going to be a movie. Yeah. That of all of the, the year, my biggest disappointment was a movie. And it was a movie called Mank. Um, I'm sorry, clarify for the people. Did you say Mank or Mank. Mink? <laughs> Mank. Mank. Because you don't want people looking up M-A-N-K and then being like, oh, I've never heard I of Mank. I still don't know what he said. Did he say Mank? Mink? Mink. It means. No, it is Mink. It's a name. Oh, it's Mank. I thought it was Mink. Mink. Okay, you see, I'm so glad. Right, like, it's Mank. It's Mank. This is why I was like, this sweetie is not being clear. People are going to be Googling this thing. I got that Mank coat. Yeah. Yes. I would say that, so I feel like. Mank. <laughs> so, Continue. so Mank. Mank. M A N K. M A N K. And here's why. Uh, Abby and I were talking about how much we didn't like it earlier this <laughs> night, and I really like uh, David Fincher, and I heard he was having a movie finally. He hadn't made a movie in a while because he was doing TV shows, and he had one on Netflix. And I was like, well, great. I don't have to worry about not seeing it in the theater. And it was not great. This is a big disappointment. <laughs> 
your biggest. Your biggest, biggest smile of yep. the year. Mank. Oh, yeah. that's rough. Mike, did you have a biggest disappointment? No. <laughs> She's <laughs> utterly He's satisfied. This guy's a sweetie. A little tender heart. Uh, no. Um, I, I just have 10 movies I saw. Okay, great. Did you at least arrange them in an order? They something? are in order, okay. yes. About Bethany Allen, did you have a big disappointment? In yeah, but I'm going to get feedback about this one. And I didn't actually watch the whole thing. Oh, God. <laughs> I already know what you're going to say. So I just want to say that I feel like Soul might be my biggest disappointment. <laughs> Because everyone has built it up so big, and I only watched a part of it, <laughs> so it might be great. I just never got there. I think they lost me when everything turned into like little blue drops. Okay, so yeah, the first ten minutes. This is we were having we were having breakfast together, and someone brought up Soul, and Bethy started just spewing <laughs> venom all over it. Oh my god, that's <laughs> so stupid! I hated it. I turned it, was it not off. Not that bad. I turned it off. And we were like, gosh, man, that's surprising. <laughs> Not because anyone was, you know, uh, I'll, I'll just go ahead and let you know. No one was saying, Omar, are you crazy? That's the best movie I've ever seen. Everyone's just like, what? What's not to like? It was pretty good. And she said, oh, no. When they turned blue, I turned it off. I love this. We were like, is this actually not what I sound like? <laughs> She's talking about <laughs> Mank. <laughs> Bring me my Mank. said, what? When they turned blue, that's the first act of the movie. And then Tyler probed even further and he said, wait a minute. Were you doing something else at the same time? She said, I mean, I was working. <laughs> I was having it on and doing some work. No so problem. she had the first 10 minutes on in the background and managed to be the biggest disappointment of the year. Okay. I did have that disclaimer out there. I haven't seen the whole thing, but I think and, and here's the, the biggest disappointment. Isn't that it's a bad movie. It's just that you had expectations for something to be great. That's true. So but that's what I'm saying. So it could be wonderful. I just don't know yet. <laughs> Are you disappointed in the 10 minutes you saw or in yourself? Yeah, that's Ooh, a good point. Because we're disappointed. Uh, in you. Dig deep now. Dig movie. deep. Okay. Like, well. here's, here's what I do know. It didn't like... <laughs> I turn it off. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't catch me. Like I was. I got on the phone, Mama. <laughs> I did turn on HGTV. I couldn't do it. I feel like you know. Usually, the first ten minutes is really just getting you. You know, like Inside Out. That's what I was. I was equating it to something like that. And I just, I was sort of like, what happened? And in fact, I was so confused about spoiler. But like, he fell into a hole. <laughs> I kept thinking, did he really just fall into this hole? And then that was my last thought. <laughs> wow. Wow. Next. All right. Yeah, Abby, man. did you have a big disappointment this year? Did he really fall in a hole? <laughs> he sure did. Um, he sure did. Yeah, I guess I have a big disappointment slash big ball of crap. Is that what we usually say? Yeah, yeah. We you can opt out if you feel particularly strong about your disappointment. Big ball of crap, which was coined the year of Dunkirk. Mm. Oh, oh yeah. yes, yes. I'd rather watch Dunkirk than Mank. There you go. Mm. Okay. It was very, very boring. Very long. Not great. Wish I hadn't watched it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, man. My di biggest disappointment was also Mank. Uh, because y'all should watch it. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> I actually didn't hate it as much as Patrick and Abby. I don't. I don't. Wouldn't even say that I hated it. I would just say that I didn't like it. It. Uh, I really like David Fincher, 
He's one of my favorite directors. Easily in the top three or something like that. Almost every one of his films is uh, quite excellent, in my opinion. So I said, like Patrick, oh my gosh, a new movie. And even the premise sounded interesting. I was like, oh, okay, yep. old Hollywood, and they're writing Citizen Kane or whatever. And Gary Oldman, when does he ever disappoint? And he didn't. He really acted like he, you know, he acted and stuff. He acted. He was there. He did He did deliver it a performance that fault. was noteworthy. It was a bad movie that he happened to act good in. It was dull. I don't know how else to say it. I was bored. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry Mr. Fincher and Mr. Reznor. Dang, and they're listening. They need to do better. Yeah, yeah it's the hard do truth. Better. Yeah, it seemed like they'd gone to all these lengths. This is a movie set in like 30s Hollywood, and they'd gone all to all these lengths to recreate that kind of movie so that it is also like a movie from 1930s Hollywood. Mm, a lot of good ones from that era, yeah. Even the way that even the way they acted it and staged the shots and everything, mm-hmm. and uh, really over the top, they like their vocal deliveries and all. Oh, fest. Oh, well, hi, yeah, there, Johnny. Yeah. <coughs> I like those movies. Well, yeah, maybe you'll like Mank. I'll go ahead and let you know it's you won't you won't it. have the thrilling experience you had watching Gone Girl, also directed by David Fincher, that you had in the DF. theater. You remember yeah. that? I do <laughs> vividly. Or Soul. He directed Soul? No, no, but it's the same soundtrack, guys. <laughs> that's that's okay. true, yeah. That's huh? true. <laughs> All right, well, those are the disappointments. Does anybody have any honorable mentions? Uh, does anyone have enough movies left over that they had honorable mentions besides me? I, just I had, had some. I just had one. Okay. Well, no, go ahead. Yeah, we got to go in the water. I'll go in the water. I had two I wanted to say. One was this uh, weird movie called Come to Daddy. Uh-huh. Josh mentioned this to me, and it was uh, uh, one of those over-the-top, bizarre movies that uh, it's just, it's hard to explain it without giving away like the whole premise of the thing, but I thought it was really cool and odd. So go check it out. Elijah Wood being very weird. Ooh, I like Elijah. Right, and you, maybe you'll love this. What's your other honorable mention? My other honorable mention was Onward. Ooh, yeah. Okay. I loved Onward. Oh. Better than Soul. But what are you uh, making all these faces for, Bethany Allen? Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch 10 minutes of this one, too? I watched Onward. I turned it on, <laughs> and it said Disney at the front. <laughs> I was like, what? Is this movie about letters? No. No. <laughs> no. I turned it off. <laughs> That's a great catchphrase. No, it's on my list. I just thought it was a very, well, I'll give my feedback then. Okay. Anyway. Those are my honorable mentions. Okay. Hey, Mike, do you have any honorable men? Oh, you just have the 10, right? Sorry. Right, I just got a list of 10. <laughs> you got to keep it pure. Bethy, do you have an honorable mention? Yeah, I would like to give Bill and Ted my honorable mention. Face the music. <clears throat> yeah, I just feel like this is a year for me of really connecting into Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. And so it actually meant something to me after I did the work to actually see it, even though I thought it was a trash movie at some levels. We've shared that already on a podcast. I still felt like it was sweet because I was connected to them. And I thought, I think it's great that they're doing this thing. And mm. I bet it was fun for them. That's what I thought. Mike, it did look like it was fun for them. We were laughing at those muscle suits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> we could, if, yeah. The prison yard. Uh, Burrs, do you have a honorable mention? Sure. W- what, what do you mean, sure? Sure. I'll just mention one. Okay. What is it? <laughs> Sonic. 
What? It was better than Mank. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely more entertaining. It's not a better movie. Uh, a better made movie. Well. It's not like it's a freaking pile of crap. Yeah. Why didn't he just run? Why did he get in the car? I would rather watch Sonic over and over and over again than watch Mank again. That's a better movie. Better uh, watchability. It was Slim Pickens this year. You gotta let Slim the woman pick this is, Sonic. This is just an honorable mention. It it's did have Jim, It did have 90s Jim Carrey in it. That part was good. It, it had was a lot fun. of Olive Garden call out in it, too. Oh, I love nice. Olive Garden. Yeah, it did. You do too, Mike. Breadsticks. Okay. Oh, yeah. I got a couple of honorable mentions. You want to hear them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One was an interesting uh, film called The Other Lamb that Abby and I watched just a couple nights ago trying to play catch up on all these uh, films. I don't know where it started, but it was on Hulu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was like that's where it first came into the world or if it made rounds somewhere else. It In had a limited theater release. Who's, how are these movies getting to us? Yeah, you that's know? how. Um, that's a good question. Very interesting cult movie, uh, like a with a bunch of wives and daughters following a cult leader called the Shepherd. Kind of dark, some horror elements to it. Very art house. Um, pretty interesting, worth a watch, especially for Hulu. Yeah. So that's an honorable mention. And my other honorable mention is a specific thing. We're usually not allowed to do this. But I would like to honorably mention about a half hour to 40 minutes of a movie called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. (laughs) The rest of the movie I don't want to honor or mention um, because I hated a lot of it. But there was a good 40-minute run in that movie where I was thinking, oh, this is going to be topping my charts. It's so cool and interesting, and wow, it really just has me hanging on. And then it just kind of farted in my face and said, oh, you like it? Well, screw you. Yeah, I felt I watched that and felt the same way. I felt the same fart. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. You'll hear my thoughts. Oh, okay. oh, man, dang. So those are my honorable mentions. Patrick, without further ado, into the list. The top, the best movies of 2020 in a year just staggered with great, great films. Yeah. Now, let me say this before I start my list, Mike. Um, yes. Uh, usually when I do these, there's obvious, to me, when I look at the movies, there's an obvious like, oh, that's definitely number one, or these are like definitely in the top three. I didn't feel like I saw any of those right away. So it, it took me a while to create this list Mm. Mm. so my number 10 is this movie called the lodge Mm. interesting i remember y'all talking about it yeah it's a cool little uh horror movie about people in a lodge (laughs) yep Uh, it was great yeah sounds like a hallmark movie yeah well it's not but (laughs) check it out (laughs) bethy it is one of those that if you you say too much you give away what could be cool things to see but alicia silverstone's in it she mm. is in it. Yeah, and she's really good in it. Come back. Well, That's good. Yep. And she does. The, she actually does a lot with a uh, uh, small part. Yep. Well known mm. vegan. Pretty good. Mm. Well known vegan. Mm. Good Silverstone. Yeah. Yep. You could totally see she wasn't eating any meat in that movie. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't eat a daggum animal product <laughs> the whole time. Just <laughs> murder. Her. Uh, <laughs> M- Mike. Oh, we're going in order like that. What's okay. your number ten movie of twenty twenty? Uh, I got. I think it's B and T. Hold on. Let me open this up. Oh my gosh! I I, oh my goodness, Bill and Ted. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Bill and Ted. <laughs> How come? Because uh, I saw ten movies, and uh, I thought <laughs> this was the worst. This was the worst of the ten. <laughs> Would but I want to watch it, it right? Or what? Would you liked it, right? Yeah, 
yeah, that's it's okay to enjoy something that and still be number ten. Oh yeah, I know. I'm just saying, something's got to. You, did, be you didn't put it at the bottom because you hated it. I put it at the bottom because it's the least of the movies on my ten that I would want to watch again. Okay. But I enjoyed the experience of watching it with friends. There you go. Yeah, well, that's we nice. Who, that was who a good experience. <laughs> All of you guys. <laughs> who was your favorite Bethany friend to watch? Actually, <laughs> oh, okay, good. Bethany Just was like, "What? Attention. This is time travel? <laughs> no, I turned it off." <laughs> Who is this person that you speak That's of? That's all I, what I hear when you talk. That is, wow. I go back and listen to the, you know, Noah, you you don't realize you sound like that. People will hear their voice recorded and they're like, oh my gosh, I sound yeah, like that. Yeah, it's the worst. <coughs> I mostly worst. know what I sound like for the, I mean, for the most part. Is there a name for that phenomenon? There has to be. That's why I would never listen to the, this podcast. It's oh, horrible. Oh, it's true, man. Listen to this. So I've been talking on the podcast about how I've been listening to the podcast. Mm. Recently, I've been going back and just scroll, scroll, scroll random and just hit one because I've completely forgotten these conversations and they're really, really funny to me. <laughs> to, it's like I'm hanging because, you know, you don't get to hang out as much this year <laughs> and bleeding over into the current year. And uh, it's like I'm hanging out with everybody, just laughing in there. And uh, I f- found one episode particularly funny, so I hit play in front of Abby. I said, listen to you and Bethany in this episode. It really cracks mm. me up what you guys are doing. I hit play, and she looked at me as if <laughs> um, I had just, like, started playing her footage of cannibals or something. Like, she was so offended <laughs> that this was being played in her presence. She's like, I do not want to hear that. <laughs> it was just her talking. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's tough. Fair enough. Bethany Allen, what do you have at number 10? Well, I mean, again, slim pickings, so I just really want to emphasize that. But I'm a huge fan of Michael B. Jordan. Like, I'd totally be his girlfriend, so I picked Just Mercy. <laughs> hmm. You're probably the only person that feels that way that wants to be his girlfriend, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not Wait, very is hunky, he a bad huh? guy? No, I'm just kidding. No, he seems extremely Oh, nice. no, no, no. He just got a new girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's Who? Her? I don't know, but she's really pretty. Lori Harvey. She's so pretty. Who? Steve Harvey's daughter. Oh. Oh, I did not make that connection, but. Uh-huh. Okay. Lori Harvey. So yeah. Welcome to Family Feud. Is that him? I never sure. tried it. He before. was in here with us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just like I was doing Keenan doing Steve Harvey. <laughs> yeah. Also, Harvey. wait, I need to say that I didn't just like it because of him. Like I like the movie is very powerful. Like I do want to say that. It oh, was because really? I thought it was but a I stinker. Did, I feel like it was kind of slow and like I thought it was kind of like a made-for-TV Hallmark movie. Oh yeah, but like gosh, I'm kind of in, I'm kind of into that. So it worked for me. I'm just saying. I think the story is wonderful. Could it have been done better? Yes, I think so. But did I enjoy Michael B. Jordan? I did. Yeah, he's great. And he's a sweetie guy. And Jamie Foxx. Yep. And Jamie, Jamie Foxx. Yeah, 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 he was Jamie great. Fox. Jamie so. Foxx is a really talented character I actor. Mean, he's great yeah. in Soul. He is. Huh. Mm-hmm. And which blue guy was he? <laughs> the blue man. guy. Yeah. He's no. the blue guy with a hat. Yeah, yeah. he fell in a hole. Oh, <laughs> did not know that. I said Jamie Foxx. No, <laughs> turn it off. <laughs> I did hear Felicia Rashad though. <laughs> but you and didn't know nice. which character she well, was. Well, I couldn't remember. She was like, I like how Felicia Rashad played the saxophone. I was like, Well, she didn't. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay, Abby. Saxophone, no. I like clarinet. <laughs> Turn it out. I did play clarinet in middle school. Well, that's too bad. Okay, so uh, uh, My number 10 is Who Be Halloween. <laughs> These are the list, people. <laughs> I really, the list. It really was pretty good. I thought it was actually surprising. Oh, yeah. I it was a lot. funny. 
Adam Sandler's a funny guy. You yeah. know, I got to admit, though, if I'm being completely honest, everyone craps all over post, you know, uh, vintage Adam Sandler. E- everything beyond the, what, Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. <laughs> that's pretty much it. No, I mean, people like that Grown Ups movie. No, that's the stuff people specifically <laughs> crap on. They're like, oh, he's such a hack. He doesn't do anything what anymore. Click? No, what was that one with Jennifer Aniston? Loved it. Just what, go the freaking with it. Netflix movie? I think it's called Just Go With It. It's not Netflix. It no, is he's been so in several made, with her now. He made a bunch of Netflix the movies. The older one that he's in her when... Oh, uh, Just Go With It where they he's dating this young woman. Yeah, that was a while ago. She's in, he's in a new one with her. Murder on Mystery. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I liked that one too. That was fine. But uh, less I liked that. I liked the Just Go With It. That's yeah. probably when it ended. Anyway. Right. Everyone talks about how these movies that he makes now, ever since like Waterboy and Little Nicky and... <laughs> and just all, go with it. And they're they're all garbage. They're like, oh man, he's just not even doing anything anymore. He just cashes a paycheck and goes on vacation. I've never seen any of these movies. They don't. I mean, I've seen Little Nicky and stuff. I've never seen all the Netflix movies and Grown Ups movies. Maybe they're not so bad. I just put on Hoobie Halloween because it looked really Halloweenish, and it was Halloween time. Yeah. So let's watch this Halloween movie. It was pretty funny. It was yeah. funny. We laughed a handful of times. He he was acting like vintage Sandler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. I'm gonna have to see that next time. Yeah, do y'all remember Little Nicky? Really that movie was weird. <laughs> yeah, he's a demon. <laughs> yeah. It makes me kinda wanna no, see it. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> that was not so bad, actor. right? That was pretty I never tried that either. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. He just had to do that the whole time they were making that movie. He's a just shame. a really good guy, I think. What? I, I feel the same way. I listened to a podcast with him on it, and uh-huh. I was just Y'all like, are oh, really man. into the guys. No. He is a really good He's guy. He's a sweetie. He's he in is. Uncut Gems. So He's a he, family man. He yep. did oh, Uncut Gems. He can take a step back and kids. be in crappy movies for a while. Cause he oh, and his two daughters were in the movie, Who Be Halloween. Oh. Is that true? That's oh, nice. That. They look like him. Um, here's my, I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way for my number 10. Uh, we talked about this in our last top 10 episode about the way that we only count movies that if they got a wide release, the wide release was in that year. Uh, so if the movie started, you know, uh, in select theaters in December, but didn't go wide until January, then we count it for the year that January began. So for that reason, uh, my number 10 movie is 1917. And I'll say this, uh, for all the people that are sucking their teeth, like Mike over there, oh, 1970, why? I'm, I'm guessing you're making that face because you think it should be higher? Well, no. I, yeah, I didn't know all those asterisks were going to be beside this number 10 as well. Yeah. Well, there's, well, I'm going to explain why it's on here. I went to the theater and... I guess January. Mm-hmm. That's when we got it. Went to theater in January. No idea that this was going to be one of the one of the last times I was at the theater. And man, what a great theater experience! This is a movie made for a yeah, theater. It really is. And it was a blast. Um, I didn't really think about it much after that. We did the podcast. I don't know that I care about seeing it again. I definitely don't really care about seeing it at home. I, I guess, even though I made a movie theater, I might watch it in there. I don't know. It felt like it was really almost like a movie like Gravity. It was like, whoa, hooray, wow, what a fantastic experience in the theater. Um, and it was just that. Like, uh, you know how Bethany always talks about, oh, it was like a ride. Yeah. She says some yeah, of these this like movie is very much rides. like a ride. It changes everything for me. 
Oh, did you see that? Everything changes now. Yeah, one, I didn't remember I saw that. And two... Wait, you got 11 movies now? Now I have 11. Oh, you got to move something The game, start the podcast over. (laughs) (laughs) Just leave. Now I have an honorable mention to talk about. (laughs) That's Bill and Ted. Yeah, you're honorable. But I got to talk about it now. Anyway. (laughs) Okay. All right, that was my number 10. Patrick, what do you got at number nine? My number nine is The Other Lamb. Oh, yeah. Movie you guys just mentioned. I thought it was uh, all the things you guys said. A cool little art house movie about a, a all women's cult with one dude in it. Mm-hmm. And it, it goes bad, if you can the imagine. Shepherd. Yeah, it was neato. Yeah, I'd really like cool. I'd like to see that. It, very, it sounds exciting. Yeah. The thing it about is. The Other Land that was a little frustrating to me, though, is that there were times where it seemed to want to lean into its horror not like overt, you know, uh, like a slasher thing or anything, but it's more almost like it wanted to tiptoe into like the witch territory, mm-hmm. um, and then would be like, "Never mind, we're not that kind of movie at all." But like, yeah. do you want to be freaky or not? If you want to be freaky, then be freaky. It, it played it safe. Where if it, it had gone too far in the wrong direction, it would have been lame. So, mm-hmm. but oh, I think it could have revved up a little more. I'd say it, it was could more have. a psychological thriller. Yeah, that's just code for fancy horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Other Lamb. Mike. Okay, well, now I have to talk about two quick movies. Okay. Okay, so now I have to do ten, okay? My audible mention was now Bill and Ted. Right. Now ten is the rhythm section. What's the rhythm section? It was the one with um, Ryan Reynolds' wife. Uh, Blake oh, Lively. oh, yeah. Where she was like some kind of <coughs> spy killer lady. Yeah, she trains to be a, a killer. Oh, that was good. With Jude, it was on Jude my top Law. ten. Huh? Jude, Jude Law. Law's in it. Yeah, nice. I remember that trailer with the sleigh oh. bells covering the song yeah. that Nirvana covered. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't remember I had seen it until Patrick showed me all the movies that had come out. In all the boobies that had the come out. Dang, I did want to see that. What did I say? <laughs> that sounded just like you said all the boobies <laughs> that had come out. Yeah. I don't, think there are, I don't think there were any boobies in it. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, anyway, so no boobies. And then number nine would be Extraction. Okay. Yeah. Which was that Netflix movie. With That's all Extraction. Helmsworth or whatever. And the Russo brothers made it, right? Helmsworth? No, they were producers. Helms- producers, yeah. Hemsworth. 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 Um, oh. Thor. Uh, and the big to-do in that movie was like... They had one of those one-shot scenes, like long-shot mm-hmm. action scene, and it was, you know, it was a long shot. I wanted to watch it and then just kind of forgot about it. I wasn't interested at first, and then I listened to a podcast that was celebrating Extraction for being... You Just tell me if you think this is accurate. The person that was celebrating it was claiming that it was almost like a return to... 80s R-rated hard action movies. He said it was super brutal and unapologetically like manly. <laughs> yeah, it was like that. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Like they're yeah. preparing to predator. It makes it sound stuff. a little cooler than it was. In a weird way, when you're watching it, it's kind of off-putting because you're so trained to think, oh, only 80s movies are like this. And then watching it, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, this is something we can we can still watch this, right? <laughs> yeah. anyway, cool. That's my... All right, now we're back on track. Bethany Allen, do you have a number nine? Yeah. Um, 
These are tough because these kind of just all, they just are in more of the sucky range. But I did find it slightly entertaining, but I am going to say Enola Holmes. <laughs> I'm just a sucker for the Holmes people anyway. I thought it was fine. I thought what's the her face one with from the Stranger freaking, Things. Well, she's Girl, from Godzilla. Bobby Brown. Is that her name? Millie Bobby Brown. Bobby, Millie Bobby Brown. Bo- yeah. Millie Bobby Brown. Brown. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> and it had, um, oh, it had my boyfriend in it. The guy who plays Superman. Yeah. There you go. Oh. Yeah, is your boyfriend now? Yeah, he's so nice. Tom? And he's so cute. Tom? <laughs> no, it's like Harry or something. No, Henry Cavill. Oh, Henry. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Henry Cavill. <laughs> it was just fun. It was easy to watch. It was very light. I don't Mike's remember. worried that he can't put his arms down. <laughs> he doesn't have to if I'm He's nearby. Like, okay. <laughs> we looked at pictures of his arms and how big they were during uh, Justice fine. League. Trust me, he and looked Mike just was like, fine. It looks uncomfortable. Yeah, it does. It looks it like looks he like can't lay him down. Swollen all the time. <laughs> he didn't look swollen. He looked just Perfect. fine. So yeah, that was. It was okay. Nothing to really write home about. But I always like seeing the English countryside. So that was nice. There you go. Okay. And it was kind of empowering for young women, and I liked that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Abby, what'd you have at number nine? I had, I'm thinking of ending things. I also didn't like it at all, but. (laughs) Did you like 30 minutes of it? I liked 30 minutes of it. Did you get the same fart? These are ratings now. I'd say a fart is generous (laughs) for how it it leaves you. It was a straight up dump. dump. We're like, yeah, the first 15 minutes, great. The rest, bad. But yeah, it's on the list. Like yeah, what are we? What are we gonna? The do? performances were good. I'll give it that. We're like digging through the trash bin to see what we can still eat. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was almost <laughs> like if you get, you go to like a fancy. I've never been to a dinner where there are courses, <laughs> and they like it starts weird and there's awkward family conversation. You're like, this night's gonna suck. And then there's some like amazing appetizer that you're like, oh, I want the recipe for this. This is so good, man. Everything's looking up. And then the main part of it is uh, actual turds. On a plate. <laughs> and then at the end, they're like, here's the Oreo. Yeah, you but know? the and family's like, there watching. Oreos. You're <laughs> obligated to eat the turds at this point. You can't yeah. stop. You can't leave. <laughs> I wish I would have left, honestly. <laughs> well, people people love that thing. It, it topped many a top ten list. So I'm sure someone listening to this. Yeah, is like, I'd oh, be curious stupid. to know why. Because it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Uh, my number nine movie um, of 2020 was Soul. Yeah, there you go. I did watch all of it. Okay, good for you. It was pretty um, low. I'm surprised, honestly. It was great. I liked it. Did you it. cry? No, uh, I don't remember crying. I'm sure I felt like uh, choked up. Okay. At the appropriate times. I gotta times. watch this guy. Yeah. It was really good. Had a really great score. Uh, I think the, you know, that we've commented on this before, but somehow it's still happening where the Pixar and really most of the fully CG animated films that are being released as feature films nowadays, they have perfected their, you know, stylized aesthetic. And the things in the movie are photorealistic except for these cartoon characters, but they're photorealistic as the cartoon characters, if that makes sense. So remember when Pixar movies <laughs> looked kind of bad and and some of them look straight up bad. Like if you look at the original Toy Story now, yeah, it's just like, oh, just they made it on a computer, neat. Horrifying. People on YouTube are doing much <laughs> better. 
Uh, oh, but it was so great. And really, it got uh, even a few films in. It got much better yeah. than that. If you go back and watch a movie like Ratatouille, which was only a few down the road, it doesn't look bad. It looks fine. But nowadays, man, it's bizarre. It's that the inanimate things in these movies are just real things that they're interacting with. It's so strange with all the lighting and textures. Does anyone ca- understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> We're all looking <laughs> like at me you're like at the almost wall. like how are you getting used to it? You're like, oh yeah, this is what they look like now. <laughs> well, the thing is, the, like, I think it was when the Good Dinosaur came out. Remember that? And everyone was like, oh, so they just shot real backgrounds and put these dinosaurs in there because it's a nature movie. Yeah, and it's like, no, yeah. they made everything in a computer, like the water and the mountains and all that. And you're like. Oh, it's getting weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. they got water pretty good these days. And it you'd they think are. that like, oh, they just hit it and that's what it's going to be like. But several times during Soul, I was like, it's, it seems like it's getting even better. Like, yeah, it's so weird. It does. I didn't think about that at all when I watched the movie. You weren't thinking about the visuals? Of this? Like uh, the sweater he was wearing, like it had little frizzies on it, like a real sweater. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Frizzies. Frizzies. That barber, his arms were too big. <laughs> yeah, he needs big movie. arms to cut hair. I enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't have like a huge experience with it upon viewing one, like I have had with movies like Wally or The Good Dinosaur or Ratatouille. But then again, I also didn't have one with Inside Out, and then I was made to watch it like a dozen times, and now I really like it. So maybe that'll happen with Soul. Maybe. Right now, I just feel like, hey, that was good. Number nine. Patrick, what do you have at eight? I have this movie called The Platform at number eight. Um, Bethany, have you heard of this movie? No. It's pretty disturbing. It's about a, a prison that is multiple levels, like hundreds of levels deep, and it just goes down, down, and it's all like a little square. And a platform goes down it with a bunch of food, and people eat it. And, you know, when it gets lower to the bottom, there's no more food on it. So people get desperate. And then it's well, like it a... sounds really sad. It is really, it's rough. Oof. I, I like wanted to watch the platform instead of uh, I'm thinking of ending things. And I was like, let's try this one, Burrs. And mm-hmm. I showed her a trailer and she said, I'm scared of scary movies. It looks I don't scary. Know, I don't know what, when this happened. You used to watch, you used to never even comment on whether or not it was scary. Probably because she was just trying to date you then. I don't like to be Shoot. anxious right before I go to bed. That's fair. This one will do that to you. But it's really, I, I would yes. recommend watching it because it's got a really neat uh, mm. commentary about things in it. Ooh, and it's I a like good discussion about things. Mike, you would like it. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, you heard the scary part. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty rough, but yeah. it's great in that mm. regard. At first, I was thinking, this looks like it could be good. You know, the food was lowering down. This is in the trailer. And they're like, if any, everyone just ate, what was it? In the trailer, somebody <laughs> says something to the effect of, if everyone only took what they needed, it would make it all the way down. Oh, yeah. man, that's hit me. Just that alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so true about that's life. a comment. That's hit, a comment on things. Yeah. Mike, do you have a number <laughs> nine now that your list is <laughs> sorted eight. back? I wish it was the platform. Oh no, you yeah, didn't. Eight. All right, number eight. yeah, eight. Number eight, Trolls World Tour. <laughs> no <laughs> way. <laughs> you like Trolls right, more than bro. Bill and Ted? I don't that's believe good. this list. Trolls yeah. is trash. That movie was, was trash. Bill and Ted was trash. The first Trolls was better than the second Trolls. Oh, you have for to admit. sure. Yeah, but I didn't see it in 2020. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and it's on my list. <laughs> God, it was bad. <clears throat> yeah, it was real bad. It hit all the terrible sequel tropes, but Ugh. you know what? There was trolls. Wait, and wait, the songs wait. Were good. It was not 
Extraction was better than this. Was better than Trolls too. Well, so it was maybe just by maybe it was one better or one less better. And I don't want to see the rhythm section though. If it's that bad, well, what? that's on ten. That's on. I'm just saying, one off of another one is not that crazy of a jump. And my bottom five are movies that I don't care if I see again. So there you go. Okay. Ugh. Trolls World Tour. Eat I'm, it. Some of it's coming back to me now. It's like yeah. they were getting studio notes. Can we have more genres? Yeah. The whole aesthetic of it made me sick. <laughs> but yeah, it was bad. That's nice. Especially when they went to the western town and stuff. It was uh, real bad. It was so bad. The Born country trolls. Like yeah. A big one I missed, you know? Yeah. It's right oh. up your alley. Mike. It's not too late. <laughs> Mike. So it's not I turn it, their right. hair was Mike. sticking straight up. No. I turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> I do have strong opinions. All right, Bethy. Number eight. <laughs> I put up um, Onward as my eight. I feel like it was a good movie for boys and <laughs> men. Gosh. Like, I felt like it was a... Like a very sweet brother movie. I only connected to it deeply at the end when I was thinking about my sister. I mean, I was thinking, oh, this is how this would be. I also thought it was a good movie about grief and like, you know, having to reconcile things in your life, hard things in your life. So I thought it was nice. Again, it's not in a like, I'm probably not going to watch it again. But I thought this is kind of, it's kind of, it's a smart movie and... Yeah, it wasn't really like appealing to me the same way Frozen would or something, but but I thought it was very good. You are speaking such gibberish over there. <laughs> no, clap, I'm not. Clap trap. Excuse me, what? <laughs> uh, My opinion. It's not as good as Frozen. Get out I of here. I just meant in the sister like dynamic. Like I was crying a few times. In You're Frozen. right. It's, it doesn't have as many sisters as Frozen does. <laughs> I know, and so like I kind of felt like the angle wasn't as connected to me as a woman. That's all I'm saying. Hmm. Okay, that's it. It's my opinion. Okay, you have your opinion. That's fine. I know, but this is why we made this podcast. I know, to argue but I'm just telling things. you that you have the wrong opinion. I have. A oh right man, opinion. you got mad on our last countdown episode too, <laughs> when Tyler didn't like that you put the help as your top of the <laughs> all-time movies of the decade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, I don't know what was going on, and I really love that movie. It's well, then movie. there you go. I it's mean, like what was said. I mad about? I don't know. I don't know. I don't get mad very easily. You can so hear you throwing a notepad. Oh, and you're yeah. like, okay, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Well, that's good. Abby, what you got for number eight? I have a movie called Over the Moon. Mm, very good. It's a kid's movie. It's really good. Is What is it? It's about... It's called Over the Moon, she said. Oh, yeah. It's got some know. grief in it, too. Yeah, it has a lot of grief. It's like a child kind of learning how to grieve and move forward and she Go goes to the, the moon. moon it's really visually oh, pretty I wanted to see that and it's a musical and it's super cool I thought I saw all the kids movies this year but oh, was it Netflix yeah I really wanted to see that you should it's really hey Mike told everyone several times to watch it I did I said and it, it will make you good. hungry the food it's like in China <laughs> uh oh <laughs> uh oh is it China or Japan I don't know one of those <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. But Why the food looks thing, so people? good. The food looks so good. <laughs> I'm ignorant. I'm ignorant, <laughs> <laughs> Mank. <laughs> I'm ignorant, Mank. <laughs> Doctor said I need a backyard of me. 
was really good. Uh, yeah, it might have been. Well, this Japan. is the first I'm hearing about it, so I guess no, based on my, that recommendation, I was a uh, an evangelist for this movie. I was. It? I really don't remember. Abby several saw times. That's it. Several times I'm glad he she told did. us to yeah. watch it. I watched it with the kids. I, I just remember it. him saying Equestrian Girls. No, this stop. Was good. It is good, but that's yeah. <laughs> Those are movies. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> is it uh, on your list? Did you remember? Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. My number eight movie of 2020 was Bill and Ted Face the Music. Wow. I liked it more than everybody else. I had a good time. I think that they, these people aren't remembering it because we, several parts, were cracking up laughing. Yeah, you can laugh and have a good time at a movie that you can say, oh, that was fun. That part was funny, but the movie wasn't great. Yeah. yeah. I would never be laughing that hard in a room by myself watching that. Well, I don't know that, that. We were giggling off unless of you're watching like Jackass or something. True statement. You can feel the energy of being like, I know, but that's a good like, time. Yeah, it, the, the yeah, but by yourself. Time. Like I didn't watch it by myself. I watched it with y'all. <sighs> That's I had what a good made time, so I put it at number eight. We did <laughs> a whole go. episode on it. Bill and Ted face the music. Great to see death again. Yeah, that part was great. Patrick, and what do you Dennis. got? And Dennis. What was his and name? And Dennis. Yeah, yeah. 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 Caleb, that movie was good. <laughs> he was a sweetie. Uh, Patrick, what do you have at number seven? I have at number seven a movie we watched like ten minutes ago called The Sound of Metal. You guys seen this? Oh, pretty yeah. Good. yeah, we have seen it. Yeah, we just watched it. Um, we watched it to finish these lists. Yeah. Yep. And I thought it was a great movie. I was very mm-hmm. moved and mm-hmm. into it the whole time. I just saw it, so you know, it's one of those things that it could <laughs> climb to a different spot, like with more than ten minutes to think about it. But if I had to choose quickly, I thought it it needed some shine, so I put it on the list. Mm. Okay. Remember that year that uh, uh, Tyler watched Blade Runner. Right before he came to make the list, and it was his number one. Of yep. <laughs> yeah, barely snuck it in. It's a great movie. It is. Yeah, it was good. Mike, what do you have at number seven? I keep having to reopen my phone. Uh, I apologize. Uh, I got Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, wow. Mm. I haven't seen that yet. Why are you saying that, Bethy? I don't know. I just hear bad reviews. I'm on the <laughs> Yeah, text you're the only person. You're yeah, the only person. watching movies on your phone Tyler's while you're doing like dishes and stuff. Listen to what people say about movies, man. Watch a movie. I wasn't. I just saying Tyler was real. That's Tyler. Put your Tyler it. filter on. Okay. I'm you cool. know how Tyler is. I'm, anyway. a, I'm totally open to it, but okay. uh, you're the only too. person uh, out of like a half dozen that has had anything good to say about it. So well, far. I saw 11 movies. All right. Uh, and it is what? Number seven now. Is that what we're on? Yeah. Yeah. Was Kristen Wiig good? Was it interesting? Uh, to see her <laughs> yeah <laughs> well y'all haven't seen the movie yeah, but don't spoil there it. was there were parts that i thought oh this is gonna go this way and it will be bad and it was like oh that's actually kind of interesting hmm. so there you go number seven number seven i'm excited to see it ww84 it would have been real cool to see in the theaters i thought right try to try to check it out because i try to remember all of the mike uh request movies no really? hey did you find out where over the moon is set china I was right. Oh, good job. Did you look it up? Okay. Yeah. Good. Bethany Allen, what was your number seven favorite movie of 2020? She's already making a face <laughs> like it's not something she liked. I mean, it was fine. Uh, this one I put Hillbilly Elegy. It came out on Netflix. I read the book. And, um, you know, I really like, what's her name? Um, Amy Adams. Amy Adams. And I thought it was good. I thought it. I think because it, I think it actually like connects to some things that are familiar culturally or something. Hillbillyish. Yeah, I mean, I just like it's actually a really cool story, and it's kind of deep and complex, and yeah. Is it Glenn Close in it too, or something? Yeah, she is, and she 
Looks crazy. Looks insane. Yeah, she and she does a phenomenal job. She's the grandmother. Mm-hmm. Well, at what point are we going to hit your list where you're enthusiastic the about next. stuff? Okay. The next one. Kay. Yeah. Abby. My number seven is Birds of Prey. I don't remember the second part. Emancipation. The Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Yeah, it was really good. Really good. Really Seems entertaining. Like a crazy review for and that. I really like that girl. Oh. Excuse me. And I girl? like her performance of this girl. There were several what girls. Girl? That's mostly uh, girls. The main girl, Harley Quinn. Margot. Margot Robbie. Yeah, I really like her. I like her. Mm. Um, I like her Harlow. What's her name? Harley. Yeah, Harley. You love this movie. Harley. <laughs> wow. Like Do you remember the movie? What happened in it? Yeah, I can't give it away if everyone hasn't seen it. Uh huh. They had that good breakfast. Sandwich. She busts out of jail. Things blow up. Oh yeah, she eats that breakfast sandwich. She gets a group together. They beat lots of people up, and they win. She didn't bust out of jail. She lives in an apartment. She busts someone out of jail. No, she blows up a building at one point. She's in jail at one point. I think it was a flashback to the last movie. Mm. I don't remember. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> Sounds good. You didn't see that? No. It's really no. entertaining. Okay. <coughs> it's good. All right, that was your number seven? Yeah. My number seven movie of 2020 was a film called Possessor. Possessor. Sounds like a lighthearted fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, the I was this was my most anticipated movie of the year, easily. It played at um, Cannes or uh, what's the other big Sundance, Sundance or something. One of those two or both or something. And all the reviews that were coming out of the festival were like, "Oh, David Cronenberg, who's a director I love. His son has made another movie." And it's so brutal. You've never seen anything like it. It'll tear your mind apart. Blah, blah. I was like, holy crap. I'm ready to see this freaking thing. Those were uh, a bit hyperbolic. And if they would have said, this is a pretty cool um, horror sci-fi movie. It's kind of like an intense long episode of Black Mirror. That would have been more the appropriate expectation. So it didn't quite live up to, I thought my mind was going to be melted. Instead... It was a very cool sci-fi horror movie. It was very brutal. <laughs> and uh, I think when it ended, Patrick and Peter, who's often on the show, and I, uh, we watched together and we were kind of like, oh, there was a little bit of a disappointment in the room. But then we found, the three of us found our, uh, that we were still talking about it the next day and the next day and going, oh, I think this meant this. And so it lingered. And by the time I had processed it, I really liked it. Hmm. Possessor by you Brandon Cronenberg. You stayed intact. Mm-hmm. I made it through with my mind. Patrick, mm-hmm. what's your number six? My number six is a movie called Vivarium. Hmm. You guys seen this movie? I saw a thumbnail <laughs> nope. of it earlier tonight. <laughs> this is, to me, this is, uh, it checked the box and satisfied, it scratched the itch <laughs> that you want when you watch something like uh, I'm thinking about ending things where people uh, people are in this really weird scenario and it's chaotic and going nuts all around them. And But this one actually stays cool and like sticks to the landing. I thought it was really good. Hmm. And it's got uh, like Imogen Poots in it. That. I like her. Yeah. So I recommend it. It's on uh, Prime, I think, but it's really good. Hmm. I enjoyed it. Vivarium. Vivarium. Interesting. He thought it was very good. What, what is that? What is that word? 
mean? It's like a home. Oh. It's mm. like a home. It's Latin. Interesting. Oh, vives live, right? Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Viva Las Vegas. All right, here we go. Viva La What number is Was it six? My number six is Soul. And uh, things have been said about Soul, which are accurate. And, uh, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Get yeah. it? Uh, she took it to me. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> I, didn't mean, I didn't mean exactly what you were talking about, Bethany, but that's fine. Take it. Um, yeah, I liked it. I... It it spoke to me in the just like Josh was saying in the places that it was meant to. Um, it didn't like uh, I wasn't sobbing or anything, but that doesn't mean I wasn't on the inside. Maybe yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that's true. You know, I kind of resent. I'll tell you the a guy who sometimes on the show Josiah DePauli, he really hates this. And I kind of agree with him. I I resent the whole. Um, Pixar becoming kind of like the M. Night Shyamalan. You remember when M. Night Shyamalan really got famous and everyone's like, oh, what's the twist going to be? And like, what? why does it have to have a twist? Can it just be a movie? What if it's a movie that doesn't need a twist whatsoever? Why are we all looking for the twist? The Pixar thing being like, when are you going to cry? What's the cry moment? The moment when you cry. Why does every Pixar movie need to have some big cry moment? And if it doesn't, like, I've even heard people be like, I, I didn't cry at that one. Like, well, what if you're I, not supposed to? Yeah, I, I, okay, to push back on that a little bit, I think it must have to do with the, the that it is animation, and it kind of almost puts you in, like, a childhood, childlike state sometimes when you're watching it. And, like, I don't know, I feel like it's easier to probe that part of you t- that makes you, like, susceptible sure. to, like, Well, they crime. do... Like maybe the people emotional are, movies. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying it be, you know, it's not you're not watching live action, so it's also putting you in a state a different mindset, I think. Mm-hmm. Like trolls. People are just looking for a reason to cry. They gotta let go. Yeah. They gotta process right. in twenty twenty. Yeah. Soul. Cry it out. Mm-hmm. Beth is gonna have to give it another shot. Yeah. You got Disney yeah, Plus I at will. your crib? Uh-huh. Another shot. She's gonna have to give it a shot. No, that's good true. Point. Fair. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. That's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike? Bethy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number six, right? Yep, this is where you get more enthusiastic. Yeah, I saw a movie at a movie theater in Vancouver, the small one downtown, during this pandemic, called The Dark Divide. The and heck is that? it's got David Cross in it. And it Comedian was awesome. David Cross? It's about this real guy named Robert Pyle, who was a scientist who walked all the way... He walked like 200 or something miles across this thing in the Pacific Northwest called the Great Divide that's really dangerous. It's kind of like a into the wild kind of, you know, vibe or whatever. But um, anyway, he does this whole hike. His wife, well, I don't know. Anyway, he does this whole hike and it's really significant for his like soul and life and journey and stuff. I thought it was really beautiful. I really enjoyed it. He was wonderful. Wow. And it's a true uh, story. And I love that. So... That Good for David because he often comes off six. not so yeah, friendly. No, yeah, he was great in this. He seemed it was a good fit for him. I'm so. che- I checked and it's a real movie. Yeah, Deborah Messing. <laughs> She's not lying to us. Nope. <laughs> yeah, she was awake when she saw it. I really can't relate <laughs> to anything there? about a hike, but okay. He looks like Santa Claus. Anyway, it was a good. If you're like, if you like these like weird kind of, it's not indie, but it's a little like that. Like it was just. Very storytelling, and I liked it. 
Oh, I like good. stories. Some can be indie. I like that. What's th- what's the one where the girl goes on the hike, Reese Witherspoon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it like um, that one? Yeah, it's kind of like that. What's that one? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's called, it's yeah. also called Wild something. It's oh, right? um, yes, I think Wild so. Reese. Oh. Wild, 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 wild Hike. Reese's Wild Hike. Oh, it is called Wild. It's called yeah. yeah, it's Wild. Wild and Out. Wild and Out. <laughs> Reese's Wild Hike. She does that one famous trail. Yeah. Yeah. The Wild Trail. All right, Abigail. Oh, my number six is the other lamb. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. The other lamb really making the rounds here, but let's be honest, there's not a lot to choose from. (laughs) Yeah, there wasn't a lot to choose from, but I thought it was cool. It was very cool, culty, kind of Handmaid's Tale vibes. Uh, You saw The Witch, right? I saw The Witch. Do you understand what what I was Yeah, similar to The Witch. I don't love super scary movies, so I didn't mind that it didn't go towards that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't cheesy or, you know, bad. It was good. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's really saying something. Yeah, that's true. When you try to do something that's a little on the strange side. Creepy, but not like too scary. Dorky. Yeah. All right. My number six movie of the year was the uh, Christopher Nolan blockbuster, Tenet. Yep. Tenet. The loudest movie of the year. It was great, man. Yeah. We did an episode on it. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Christopher Nolan, for me, I guess for a lot of a lot of fans, this is kind of the thing. But he has some high highs and low lows, and he's been hit or miss with me. In fact, the last his last two movies weren't my thing personally. So I did not get really excited when that. They, remember they tried to play that teaser trailer like a year before the movie came out, like. The new Christopher Nolan film barely had anything in it. And you're like, whoa, we're supposed to go bananas. He's already kind of ran out of clout after Dunkirk. Right. Did this. Oof. And Interstellar, P.E.U. <laughs> Interstellar is so good. Yeah. This Stink fest. Sh- this baby next to me shaking him. <laughs> shaking him. Interstellar cold. will change your life. But it was One. much, much better than Interstellar. <laughs> and it was infinitely better than Dunkirk. My God. <laughs> Dunkirk was the worst. <laughs> yes, it was. Oh, it was so bad. Uh, Patrick pretend like he liked it the whole time. <laughs> Meanwhile, my eyes are shut. <laughs> yeah, but I was just watching it. You know, <laughs> we weren't even trying to hide no. it. We usually, you know, if you've listened to this podcast, you know we we have very high standards on how to be respectful <laughs> at a movie. But it was like four of us in that theater. It was almost entirely empty, and I it can't remember another night. time. It was later too. Yeah. That about thirty minutes in, I just turned around and looked at Bethany and said, "This is bad." <laughs> and she looked right back at me. Bethany did, and I saw in her eyes in that moment that she was in the same exact place. You know, you never know. You think you might turn around and say to somebody, "This is bad." Now, are you crazy? Shut up! I'm trying to watch this. I could tell. I looked down the whole row. Mm-mm. Patrick was practically asleep. No, Patrick was trying to look interested. It was weird. <laughs> I was trying to watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. It so. Was- Fun fact, Bethany left her keys in the theater. That, that is was actually great. true. That was a real high school moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were locked out <laughs> of the whole theater. Anyway. We made it. I got home. Made it home. Right. Tenet was much better. That was my whole point was that Tenet was fun start to finish. I must suspect that a lot of it was colored by how joyous I felt just being back in a movie theater. And it was a nice theater. It was loud. And that movie was... M- Really, really curated for the theater experience. So, man, tenant. That's how I feel. Yeah.
before we disclose our carefully selected top picks for best movies of 2020, let's go to our resident host, Tyler Hans, who wasn't available at the time of recording but couldn't resist the opportunity to let everyone know what he was watching and what he thought. Hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Record, record scratch. I uh, we don't have the money for the sound effects, so I have to just say record scratch. Pretend it's a '90s TV sitcom, uh, like what was Clarissa explains it all or something. What shows uh, did they actually interrupt the the narrative to talk right to the audience? I'm in a room by myself right now, so no one's actually here to answer that. 2020 has been a really rough year, and uh, to end the year so well, I couldn't even be with the rest of the You Hate Movies crew? Gang? I don't know what we are. Team? No, team's not right. Um, folk? Folk? That's probably the closest one. Considering the amount of the um, population that's southern around here. Couldn't even be with the rest of the You Hate Movies folk to do this list. So uh, before the episode ends, it is your privilege to hear my, Tyler's, best of 2020. Now, I I don't know about y'all folk out there, but it's been just a... A heck of a year and with movies closed i don't know how many movies all of us were expected to see i mean i like movies and you know what my number was for the year 22 it's pretty embarrassing those are like abby numbers i'm bringing in although even though during a pandemic i still managed to double abby's uh lowest year of 11 she made a list of 10 and only had to exclude one movie that year it's pretty embarrassing She does not like movies. At least this year I was able to double that, even amidst a pandemic, with 22 movies. So let's just get right into this. The biggest piece of garbage that I saw this year, I actually struggled to finish it. I think I probably stopped it a few times and had to say, no, 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 it's going to get better. But it didn't was The Five Bloods, which was like, you know, really disappointing. I had high hopes for it. When I heard about it, I thought Spike Lee is making a Vietnam movie starring Chadwick Boseman. It's got to be good, right? It's got to be, right? It wasn't. It was really bad. It was a really bad movie. Um, it's really bad. Don't watch it. Don't even try it. Don't watch it. Even amongst the 22 movies I saw, it was just just so bad. The biggest disappointment I had this year, and again, this goes out to, you know, the, the difficulty that was COVID and how much you want America's dad to succeed in life. You know, he, he got COVID, he beat COVID, and yet his movie, Greyhound, was not good. Bad even. I wanted to like it. I really wanted to like it. I thought, heck, Tom Hanks wrote a World War II movie about ships crossing the Atlantic. It's got to be good, right? It's got to be okay, right? No, it wasn't good or okay. It was hard to watch, actually. 
In fact, I wanted so badly for it to be good, I watched it a second time thinking maybe I missed something, but no. He, the rumor is that Tom Hanks worked so hard on this movie for years writing the script, and I figured out why it took him years to write the script, because he wrote it so accurately, I'm assuming, to what naval procedures might be that nobody watching it had any idea what was happening. It's just, I mean, I, I wish I could like Tom Hanks shouting numbers and letters and random orders to people at the other end of tubes, but I, you know, it was hard to watch and the CG was terrible. Why is it so hard to have realistic water? If Pixar can do it in The Good Dinosaur, why can't Apple TV do it in one of their originals starring Tom Hanks? It's freaking Tom Hanks. You can do better with the CG water. Anyway, very disappointing. Just as disappointing is, um, like I said, having only seen 22 movies. So as I get into my top 10 here, take it easy on me. I've only seen 22 movies. So some of the movies on here probably wouldn't have made the cut. They surely wouldn't have made the cut if the rest of the movies in 2020 would have been released. I would like to say that uh, I'd be talking about A Quiet Place 2 right now, but unfortunately I'm not. Instead, at number 10, I'm talking about The Trial of the Chicago 7. I imagine half of you are thinking, what the heck is that? And the other half of you are thinking, yeah, I scrolled past that on Netflix. Well, it's an Aaron Sorkin film written and directed by Aaron Sorkin, which you're thinking, yeah, yeah, sure, that could be good. Starring Eddie Redmayne and and uh, Sasha Baron Cohen and um, other people. It was fine. It was good. It was interesting. It was, you know... Watching these people walk around be um, be a bunch of hippies protesting the government and injustice and corruption, uh, you know, spot on to 2020. So maybe that's why they made it. And it was entertaining to watch. Aaron Sorkin, you know, he knows what to do. He's a little cheesy at times and he's a little cheesy in this. But otherwise, interesting movie. Number 10. Moving up to number nine is a movie that got a few laughs out of me, and therefore it's earned its spot at number nine, being Bill and Ted Face the Music. Now, again, this movie's fine. It's not great. The CG's terrible. Why is it so hard to have CG, good CG these days? You know, we have photorealistic apes out here. I just maybe the photorealistic apes are just really ruining all of our expectations for the capabilities of CG. But Bill and Ted did not get to the uh, same effects team as the apes, which is too bad. And uh, it's overall, not a great movie, but it's fine. It made me laugh a few times. It's fine. You want any more of my thoughts? Go listen to the episode. Bill and Ted face the music number nine. I'm glad the trilogy's over at least, and we don't have to wonder anymore. So there's at least some closure there. Moving up to number eight, also a movie that got a few laughs out of me. Also a movie starring Sasha Baron Cohen. Relevant to the year 2020 is Borat's subsequent movie film. 
Not as good as the first. Not nearly as good as the first. But that doesn't mean it doesn't deserve to exist and to be loved and appreciated in its own way. Sure, you don't love it as much as your first born, but you still have to because it's, you know, just because you don't love the second one as much as the first one doesn't mean you can really treat it any differently. No, sure we can. It's not as good. But I had fun watching it. It was a nice night amongst a series of horrible days that were 2020. Again, please remember, I saw 22 movies that came out in 2020. Moving up to number, what am I at? 10, 8, no, 10, 9, 8, 7, the rhythm section, which <laughs> I did not expect to have made my list. But again, I saw 22 movies. So you just have to take what you get here, everyone. The rhythm, the rhythm section, it's a decent movie. Fine, decent Starring Blake Lively. She was great. Judd, uh, Judd Law. He was great. Um, directed by a woman, which is cool. She did really well. The direction of the film could be the best thing about it. And cinematography could be the second best thing about it. Uh, and my understanding is that the woman who directed it, Reed Moran, Moran, Morano, Morano, uh, is also a cinematographer by trade. So... That explains the uh, quality of filmmaking there. Um, She also had a part to play in The Place Beyond the Pines, which is also a beautiful film. So all around, she just knows how to make movies. Good for her. And the rhythm section was a good one um, amongst the other 22 movies I saw in 2020. So I say, if you haven't seen it, give it a try. I think I watched it for free on one of the half dozen streaming services I have. It's too many streaming services. The rhythm section. Moving up to six was Onward. Now, this is the only movie on my list that I actually saw in theaters in the year 2020. And it's on my list because Pixar always makes quality movies, even though it probably wouldn't have made my cut in a normal year. Onward is still fun. I wouldn't call myself a big Dungeons and Dragons fan person. Do Dungeons and Dragons persons have names for themselves? I don't know. But I, I'm not one of them. Uh, it was great. It was fine. Love going on a quest. Love a good quest. Um, probably feel like, I feel like I probably missed some inside Dungeons Dragons jokes. Um, but I still had a good time. I think that maybe there, this is a weird, weird way to uh, phrase this. Maybe there's a bit of nostalgia there. It being the film that I saw in theaters last. Close my eyes and I am back in that dark room eating pizza and drinking beer, leaning back in a old theater chair, watching the credits for the new Pixar film I'm about to watch. And I think to myself, so young back then, so innocent. Here I am now, putting this film on my best of the year, having only seen 22. <laughs> anyway, at number five, Soul. 
That's right, two Pixar's in a row because I've seen 22 movies in a row. Now this is where it gets interesting because Onward versus Soul, that's the choice I had to make here. Which is better, Soul or Onward? And I think I'm going to go with Soul. Obviously I did, it's higher than Onward. And Soul, the first time I watched it, I thought, yeah, that was cool, it looked cool, sounded cool. I'm not sure how I felt about it. It's very, um, it's very Coco, if you know what I mean. If you've seen Coco and you've seen Soul, surely you can recognize the parallels there. But my kids have watched Soul probably a dozen times, and maybe it's grown on me. I think uh, I think I've come to really appreciate Soul. So it was a lot of a uh, lot of a lot of great subtle jokes I missed the first time around that uh, I appreciated. So Soul number five, number four, The Gentleman from Guy Ritchie. Now this movie at this point is very old. It was technically released December 2019, but didn't get a wide release until 2020 in theaters, uh, which is when they qualify for best of around here at Hate Movies. So I saw The Gentleman at some point during shutdowns, uh, quarantine, and I really thought it was very Guy Ritchie. And I'm a big Guy Ritchie fan, so if it's very Guy Ritchie, you know, that's what I'm here for, is Guy Ritchie to just get super Guy Ritchie, and this was very Guy Ritchie. To his credit and his discredit, it's very Guy Ritchie, but I thought it was fun. I, it's It stuck with me. As Patrick Corder always says, it's that stickiness, it stuck with me. Uh, I liked it. I'll watch it again someday. At number three, Tenet. I finally saw Tenet. I almost saw Tenet in theaters, but I would have had to drive like over an hour to get there to some unknown theater, and I just didn't have any trust in it. I can't just go into some theater blindly, not knowing the quality, even though I haven't been in a theater in six months. It was all just a little too desperate for me, so I didn't make it in time to see Tenet before theaters all got shut down again. Eventually, I watched it at home, like you do now, and I thought it was good. I, um, my understanding is a lot of people out there thinking, what in the world is this movie? I don't understand it at all. Not even apparently Robert Pattinson understood the movie while he was filming it. I can't say I entirely understood it either, but that, uh, only really applies to some of the science they were trying to push and some of the background details that are easy to miss. I, um... Also heard that the sound uh, engineering and design was pretty bad, so I played the whole thing with captions. Maybe that was helpful to me. But I, for the most part, generally understood what was happening, and I could track with it, and I, ha I thought it was great. Very unique, very original. Um, even the action sequences that would have seemed somewhat standard in another film were unique and exciting. I feel like Christopher Nolan somehow injected another level of energy and excitement into what would in another movie be somewhat mundane. I liked it. Go on Tenet. Definitely got to watch that one again if I'm going to understand it any better. Number three, Tenet. Number two. Are we ready for this? At number two, The Devil All the Time. I really enjoyed that movie. And it was right there at my fingertips day one on Netflix. God bless Netflix for bringing us the devil all the time. Just a quality film. Plays like a novel, but translates well to a movie. 
If you want any more of my thoughts on The Devil All the Time, go listen to the episode. One of the very few original films from the year that we were able to do an episode on. I liked it. So much so that it beat the rest of these movies up to number two. But again, I only saw 22 movies. So that leaves you wondering, well, if Tenet is at three and Devil All the Time is at two, what could possibly be at number one for the year 2020 on this man's list? Well, I'm here to tell you, it's the Hulu original Palm Springs, starring Andy Sandberg. Now, this is an unexpected treat, uh, but I think that maybe us as a, as a people in general are um, underestimating the comedy genius of Andy Sandberg these days. He uh, had a, an amazingly underrated and just hilarious comedy called Pop Star that the world missed out on, and I'm telling you again right now to go watch. I feel like Palm Springs is in that same arena, just a quality comedy. I had a lot of fun watching it. I think that during quarantine, I may have watched it three times. Maybe it was because I was desperate to escape the house and go to Palm Springs. Like if I was going to be stuck in quarantine day after day after day, I would rather it had been in Andy Sandberg's position, eating pizza, laying in a pool, drinking beer at 10 a.m. Maybe that's why I liked it. Maybe I'm having a self-revelatory moment here. But no, it's just a funny movie. I really thought it was great. Very clever. It's a great take on the Groundhog Day loop. And in fact, if you're listening to this today, which very well might be released on Groundhog Day, if you listen to this episode, watch this. Watch Groundhog Day, but then also watch Palm Springs. It's a very clever, irreverent take on the Groundhog Day time loop, you know. But um, let's not get carried away because far and away the best time loop movie of all time has to be 12 Dates of Christmas. So if you don't ever watch another time loop movie again, or rather if you only ever watch one time loop movie ever again, if you have to be caught in a time loop watching a time loop movie, Make sure it's 12 dates of Christmas. And now we're back for our top favorite movies of the world's most beloved year, 2020. All right, Patrick, we're coming down to the, the top nitty gritty. Yep. What do you have at number five? I have this uh, little movie called Tenet at number five. Hmm. And um, Convenient. Yeah, we've all said the same things, but... I know that it's colored a little bit by that's the one time I went to the theaters, not or post March. And it was Bethany and Liam and our friend tab. We all rode in a car together and it was super fun. Mm-hmm. I think we were the only people in the theater, but we had a good time. We got the snacks. Yeah, man, that must've felt huge. The theater was big. It it's is. Huge. And everybody got candy and popcorn and stuff. And it was just, it was just living out of a dream, man. Mm. Wow. Sounds like a good time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. With masks on. Yes. Yeah. We did. We did. Yeah. Just that was really weird Emails. eating candy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just pushing it up against up the mask. Up and through. Up and through. Up and underneath. Yeah. Just stuff it under. Yeah. And then just yeah. start chewing. It's not so bad. <laughs> it's a little plate stuck to your face. There's a lady mm-hmm. taking the tickets uh, that looked mad to be there. She was mad at us. 
There were also fires going on that were pretty close to where yeah, we were. were. So I think they were just the sky was like dark like, red. Yeah, yeah really. I was just living, just living in it. Mm-hmm. Mike, what was your number five favorite movie? Of uh, it was Over the Moon. Nice. Oh. This movie that's uh, man, Abby kept recommending China, that, and uh, it's really good. And uh, did you yeah, hear about it from Burrs? Uh, yeah, she just would not shut up about it. <laughs> um, it was super good. Watched it with the kids on a whim, and I was like, whoa, this is nice. I like this. <laughs> this is life? In that this is voice, nice. In that voice. Whoa, this is nice. <laughs> well, I didn't want to talk over the movie, but I'm talking to myself on the couch. <laughs> this, is per- this is pretty good. Um, so, yeah, y'all should see it. Everyone should see it. Uh, it's I think some good songs. Oh, the songs are super good. They're good. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, there's good stuff in there. Watch yeah. it. Over the moon. Over the moon. Bethany Allen, number right. five. Number five, I have the one we just saw, The Sound of Metal. Really enjoyed it. I like, felt deep. It was engaging the whole time. I thought it was wonderful. I mean, I know we just saw it, but. She was having a lot of feelings. Yeah. During it. <laughs> yeah, she was. Not bad feelings. No, no, I just mean I can tell I that's mean, when you're really engaged in the movie. It was moving me, yeah. It's a profound idea, so it's a very what is the, wonderfully uh, engaging human experience. Actor's name, the main actor, Riz. He is really great in that. And he, he was, was handsome. Great. Very believable. So he was like a, a guy you would know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, he did good. My yeah. number five is also The Sound of Metal. Mm. Good mm. call. Big hype for the sound of metal here. Yeah, well, it was super good. I liked his bleached hair. Mm-hmm. And the movie. What are you trying to say? You want me to do that? No, it just <laughs> looks. It was an interesting look on him with his look. With his look. Yeah, like his. With his quality punk, tattoos. Punk rock look. Okay. His jism T-shirt. Mm-hmm. I yeah. really liked. <laughs> uh, Lou? No, that's the girl. Yeah. Joe. Was his name Joe? Oh, yeah, the sweet guy. Yeah, the guy that brought him in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. Joe. I really liked Joe. Yeah, he was great. He was a great character, and that guy played him really well. Mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil the movie, but there were several scenes that he uh, did a lot with very little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, very emotive. Yes, I agree. Uh, my number five favorite movie of 2020 was also, this is not also because no one else had this here, but it was The Lodge, which I think was also on Patrick's list. Uh, it's kind of marketed like a, as if it is an A24 like horror movie. Mm-hmm. A lot of people compared it to Hereditary. Mm. It's uh, similar. I'm scared. Mm-hmm. It's pretty intense. Um, it also got hyped up as r- extremely like uh, the the headlines I saw that got me excited about it. It's the feel bad movie of 2020, and then. There was well, after it came to I think Hulu put it out after it was in theaters. I actually saw this movie in a theater in February by myself late at night. You did, yeah. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know it was in a theater here. Yeah, I said to everyone, "Let's go see the Lodge," and no one wanted to go see it. So I was like, I think "Okay, I was playing okay. basketball or something." <laughs> okay, <laughs> for the first time ever. <laughs> so I went and saw the Lodge and was like, "Oh, that was cool. That's I miss going to movies late at night." And uh, when it uh, came around to Hulu, I remember reading a thing that was like a, head, a little editorial. It was like, hey, everyone, The Lodge is on Hulu. But if you really don't want to feel awful, you probably don't want to put this on because uh, things are bad enough as they are. 
I didn't think that it was, was Hulu said that. No, it was yeah. just like on a movie blog <laughs> right. website. They're, the th- the thing about like a part of the movie is the characters quarantined, and this is right when the whole like country was quarantined and mm-hmm. people were not handling it well, understandably. So, we're it's not cool. It's well. a cool horror movie. It is mm. worth a watch for sure, especially if you have Hulu. Though I don't know why, because it's garbage for the don't other lamb like and. Yes, watch, apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why someone would get it. Patrick, what do you have at number four? I have 1917 at number four. Jeez, super high. Yeah, we talked about it a lot, but I thought it was an ultimate theater experience. This is what you go to the movies for. And I think it was worth watching at home because of the cool one-shot thing. I think that they did yeah, a really good job with it. I had honestly forgotten that that was the mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> But we Like Birdman? Yeah, yeah. Birdman. Birdman's great. Never saw it. Oh, I've got it. I've got a Blu-ray that I haven't opened. I'll talk to you later. Okay. <laughs> About what? <laughs> opening <Just> life. It. <laughs> 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 Let's just open it together. Unopening. <laughs> Patrick, what do you? I mean, uh, Mike, what do you have at number four? I have Onward. Nice. A little, a little film. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a little old film. <laughs> it uh, it spoke to me. Um, there were parts in it that uh, choked me up. And I quite enjoyed that. And uh, it's a venture. And I thought it had things to speak to uh, siblings, both male and female. Mm. Unlike some people on this panel. Yep. So Busted. It's true. I don't mm. see male and female. They weren't the same you know. as me. I turned it off. <laughs> yeah. This ain't me and my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, ick. Off. Wait, magic. Off. Mama. Yeah. Mama. <laughs> Where's, Where's the link? Where's the movie about me and sissy? <laughs> I cannot relate to this. Where's Mike? <laughs> Where's Mike? <laughs> Turn it off. Sounds like I should leave. Speaking of turning it off, <laughs> badly. Honestly. Honestly. See what I'm putting up with? What do you have I regret for? this decision in the order <laughs> that it's in now. I did enjoy this. I think I'm also in the vein. I drove myself. An hour and a half one weekend because I was so desperate in the summer to go see a movie. So I did. And um, I saw the, it's called The Personal History of David Copperfield. And it was wonderful. It was a really fun film. It had um, the guy from Lion in it. What is his name? Ted Patel? Yeah. Is that him? Yeah. He was wonderful. He was yeah. Is that him? <laughs> Super it, was a, it was a great movie, but I think I was caught up in the fact that I was seeing it at a theater. Mm-hmm. I think in hindsight, maybe I'd put The Sound of Metal ahead of it, but it still was a good time, and I liked it a lot. You drove by yourself to see this? I did. It's awesome. I wish I would have thought to do that when I could have seen the movies. I in just the got desperate, and I was like, well. You went up to the same theater where you saw it? No, oh. went further. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> this woman loves. I was having good a for you. Time. You love movies. <laughs> Thank you. Cinephile. <laughs> Except Been for when it you for years. put a big release on in the background while you're working and then turn it off 10 minutes in and hate on it. Yeah. Okay. Then you hate movies. Anyway. <laughs> Burrs, what do you got? Complex. I have number four, the Borat subsequent movie film. Because it was good. Yeah. It was fun good. to watch. Love Borat. It was fu- it was funny. We did a whole episode on it, and I think the c- conclusion was that it's hard to capture that same lightning in a bottle, but it's still Borat's still very funny. Yep, 
Can't argue with that. Mm-hmm. It was funny. And, you know, the couple of shock moments are really enough to watch the movie. Uh, my number four favorite movie. I thought long and hard on this. 2020. The stakes are really high. It's really important to get this right. So I put The Sound of Metal, a movie that I watched right before we hit record. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did so as sincerely as possible. I really did enjoy it. And the pretense with which we approached that movie this evening was like, oh, we got to do this episode on top 10 list. And this movie, The Sound of Metal, has been on just about every top of the 10 list I've seen. Maybe it's pretty good. Let's watch it together. And it turned out it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. I really uh, enjoyed almost uh, everything about it. The acting was really great. The aesthetic was really interesting. The just the premise itself was, I thought, simple but inventive. Stellar performances, moving, mm-hmm. profound. Yep. I don't know if I'd listen to that uh, band. His garbage black metal thing that yeah, he was doing with weird. that girl. Uh, was that sludge? I don't know. It just seems kind of sludgy. No, it did not sound sludge. It didn't it have any like riffs. Uh, I heard some, I heard some noise. That's he fine. was just going ham on cymbals while she shrieked. Anyway, their per- their fictional band aside, great movie. Patrick, and he was really playing drums. That was something. Was yeah, he really? I mean, it looked 100% it looked like real. Him. Patrick, what do you got at number three? I got number three... Uh, a promising young woman. Ooh, have you I guys seen to that? See that real bad. It's with uh, mm-hmm. um, Carrie. What's her name? Mulligan. Mulligan. I really like her. Yeah, it's cool. It's like uh, she is going after people who take advantage of women in bars and stuff. I guess. Anyway, it's it's also one of those. If you talk about it more than that, you get start giving away part of the movie. But it's on a lot of people's top ten list too, and I thought it was really cool. Yeah, I wanted to see it. Check it out. Promising Young Woman, if you want to pay $19 to rent it, that's the only way you can watch it right now. Yeah. I keep calling it Pretty Young Lady. Mm-hmm. I, ca- I kept calling it a very promising <laughs> of a woman. Pretty woman. What? My number three is Crudes 2. <laughs> Dawn of a new something. Dawn of a new something. I just figured it'd be age, but I didn't want to go right for it. But Dawn of Sounds a new like something. Sounds like a country song. Dawn, Dawn of a new something. Crude <laughs> too. <laughs> Crude <laughs> too. <laughs> it's a Yahoo song. <laughs> Crude. <laughs> Yeah, it was hey, good. That first Croods movie was good. Yeah, I so uh, uh, I was pretty f- uh, late to the first Croods. Um, just got that in. <laughs> just got that in in the fall, and my family has has been jamming the Croods, and um, yeah, th- it came with the price tag. But we were on vacation with the kids, and I thought, man, these guys are gonna watch this, uh, you know, straight on a loop for forty eight hours, and that's pretty much what happened. So, I, yeah, I do like it. It wasn't just that it was on all the time. I sat and watched it all the way through. I've heard it probably was about good. three times. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. I've only seen bits and pieces of the first one because it's streaming on something right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I walked into the room and kids were watching. I was like, "What's this?" And they're like, "Crudes." Usually, I watch these movies with them, but they just had it on. And uh, God, it looked bad. No, I didn't like the look yeah, of it. Oh yeah, I'm gonna talk it's over old. you. This is my it's turn. Old. This is my turn. Oh. You should sit for it. 
a fool's oh, because there are I thought the same thing too. I'd never wanted to see that when I remembered it from back in the day. I thought this looks lame, blah blah blah. I sat down for one scene in the first movie, and it was one of those scenes that just kept escalating. <laughs> and I was like, "What is this?" And I was dying laughing within like two minutes. Okay, and well. So anyway, the second one continues <laughs> from that premise. I'm late to the crudes. Crudes. <laughs> 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 anyway, that's my number three. That's good, Bethy. Yep. Is yours Croods as well? Nope. Uh, mine is actually Tenet. Mm. I thought Tenet was so... This is the only thing I want to say about it. I thought it was so entertaining. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what the movie was about exactly or like how it actually ended. But I thought it was just so... I just left feeling like that was one of the most entertaining mo- movies I've ever seen. And yes, I, that I agree nice. with you. It was definitely a thrill ride from start to finish. Yeah, I thought that was great. Yeah, I think that's just says something what I about needed it. to get my little s- movie spirit boosted. Well, it, it does. It does say something, doesn't it? That even though most people who see it have at least a hard time articulating what happened in the movie, if not are completely flabbergasted by it, they usually also say that it was a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, if you it don't know great. what's going on, you don't have a good time. Was our pets good? Our Pats, yeah, he was great. Yeah, he was. Nice. Our car ride home from the theater was great because it was just speculation and theories and trying to look up stuff the whole time. It yeah. was tough. Yeah, it's definitely one of those, which I think is fun. It it's is. fun to have those theater experiences where everyone needs to try to argue and dissect it on the way home. All right, Abigail, what you got? I have Soul, number three. Did a lot of love for Soul. You didn't turn it off when he fell in a hole? I didn't turn it off when he fell in a hole. We were excuse me. I didn't uh, turn it off then. I went and got um, pretzels from the mall and candy to make it like a real movie theater oh, experience. Fun. Yeah, it was really fun. I liked it a lot. I've seen it at least once since, and maybe twice. Three times, a lady. <laughs> it has some sticky. Sticky soul. Yeah, it's sticky. Sticky soul. Uh, my third favorite movie of 2020 was Onward. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Yep. You oh, know, it's weird. The Onward had kind of a tepid critical reaction, if not a negative one. I can't for the life of me understand why. I. It's fine if people are like, oh, it wasn't my favorite thing ever, but to give it a bad view, what's not to like? Yeah, nothing bad in that. Yeah. Um, and... To me, one of the great things about Onward is that, and I'm this I don't even mean this facetiously or hyperbolic, hyperbolically. It's basically Dungeons and Dragons the movie. Yeah. Uh, hmm. In in almost every way. In fact, I can't think of a better adaptation of Dungeons and Dragons in movie form than Onward. It was super fun. Yeah, it was great. And I like Dungeons and Dragons, so that that part was great. The setting of it I thought was really fun and clever, but the story was really profound and touching. Uh, stellar performances by Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. Mm-hmm, Very mm-hmm. lovable elf brothers. Yeah. It was great. Really, really good. Good stuff. Yeah. Very good. Onward. Onward. Patrick, number two. Uh, my number two is a movie called The Hunt. 
the most uh, talked about movie you've never seen was the tagline because it got uh, pushed got back canceled. and canceled for a while and then it finally came back out because it has a lot of gun violence in it and it came out right when a, some, a lot of gun violence was happening. So I finally saw it and I thought it was really good. It's like one of those dark uh, humor kind of horror movies. So that's right up my alley. Check it out. Come on, Bethany, wake up. I am. Is that kind of, I just don't know what to think about it, a Me Too movie? It's kind of like one of those that are trying to anger all sides of all issues. Hmm. Ooh, I like that. It's a Lindelof. He wrote it. He wrote it? I had no idea he wrote that. Damon Lindelof? Yep. And it's trying to aggravate everybody? Trying to aggravate everybody. That's kind of surprising. Yeah. What? All right, Mike, what's your number two? Uh, The Sound of Metal. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, we saw that uh, when? Oh, tonight. Yeah, um, man. Didn't we have an experience when that came out and we watched it together? Yeah, I was like, whoa, we got to see this movie. <laughs> um, no, I didn't know anything about it coming in. And then, uh, so I, I really, when a movie is really good and you have nothing, you have no idea what you're sitting down for, um, I, I thought it could have taken several turns along the way. And uh, it took all the right turns and really... Spoke to me in ways where I thought, oh, you know, what? I gotta, I gotta ask myself some questions after mm-hmm. this movie. You need and to sit. Oh, just yeah. There's some stuff in there that <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. Stillness. And, uh, yeah, whoa. So yeah, it was uh, number two, and um, yeah, y'all should see it. Yeah. Bethany Allen, your number two favorite movie of 2020. Uh, the Devil All the Time. Nice. I I really enjoyed it. I really did. I thought it was just great acting, a great story. I was moved. I was fully, fully engaged the whole time. Did you watch it uh, at your house? I did. Were you by yourself? I was. Did you hoot and gasp and holler? There's a lot of uh, bru- yeah. brutality. In, yeah, in but I, I have found myself coming back to that movie in my head. Mul- I've only seen it once, but I've come back to it a lot where I'm like, oh, certain images certain scenes yeah multiple times so that was just so impact that's so impactful when you're like recalling images and scenes from a movie and Mm, sticky i just thought it was yeah i was i just thought it was a it's so weird to say but like a beautiful film at some level where i was just like oh this is yeah it was moving and helpful and not helpful but like i don't know moving and impactful that's what i would say so I i really really liked it of all the movies i saw this year it was definitely it was a hard, it could have been number one. Like it was close enough. Hmm. But. Interesting. Yeah. Bethany Allen just really expanded from that timid girl who wouldn't be on the Watchmen episode. <laughs> I have grown. I'm a woman now. <laughs> Birds, what was your number two? My number two is Onward. Yep. A lot of love for Onward tonight. A lot of love Appreciate. for Onward. Yeah, for all the same reasons. I really love the adventure. Uh, the grief, the desperation of the one character to Ian. get one last hour with his dad. Yeah, it, it hit hard. It was good. Yeah, onward's great. Uh, my number two of 2020 was also The Devil All the Time. What? Yeah. We're twins. Yeah. 
That makes us twins. That makes us <laughs> siblings that are identical and shared a womb. Honestly, <laughs> we could be fraternity, fraternal. fraternal. We could be a fraternity, y'all. <laughs> we could be a fraternity <laughs> over this. Um, fraternity, mate. Yeah, we did a whole episode on it. That novel's <laughs> one of my favorite novels, and I had a complicated experience watching the movie because of that. Um, but like Bethany said, I think it, when it ended, I was like, oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, but overall, I enjoyed it. And then I kept thinking about the film version as well as the fact that it was adapted. And I really liked it. I think that if nothing else, it's a really hard novel to adapt. It's about as dang close as someone can get, I think. Yeah, it's true. And the casting was mostly spot on, especially in Tom Holland. He's mm -hmm. really impressive. Mm -hmm. Young actor, isn't yep. he? He can do a lot of stuff. So, the devil all the time. I appreciated that. Having something on uh, Netflix be a real movie and a good movie. Yep. <laughs> good job, Netflix. You're really Patrick, going somewhere. Your favorite movie of 2020 yep. in this stockpile of awesome choices. <coughs> devil all the time. Wow. Yeah. Yep. I think... Uh, Bethany said it the best one is oh, just kept coming back. Thank you. And Patrick. then Josh said it well too. But <laughs> I had read the book because Josh and Matt kept talking about it. Then Abby kept talking about it. And then I read it and I was like, Oh, it's really great. And then after watching it, you're like, well, I already knew everything that was going to happen, but it's just such a good movie. Mm -hmm. The performances are awesome. I think Batman's great in it. I know mm -hmm. people were not into that. His voice, he I was guess. great. I liked him. I thought delusions. Yeah, <laughs> I feel I like I knew people so like that. Good. I'm still mad at Liam about that podcast. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't like that. No. Uh, but yeah, I have. Uh, I just think it was a really great movie mm -hmm. all the way through. Perfect. Great story, great direction. Wow. It was so you should watch good. it. It was wow. so impactful. It really was. And the thing y'all are saying about Tom Holland, you're like, man, he's he's got uh, what some can't chops, you do? man. You know. Spider-Man yeah, it's, it's really yeah. hard as a person, you know, <laughs> as a group of people uh, who all lived in the South, most of us, for better parts of our lives. A lot of actors have a hard time doing the Southern yeah. accent. And it's a Southern? Yeah. Yeah, it's a Southern Gothic. The In Just Mercy, for example, there was a lot of actors in that Struggling. Alabama or something. God, Lord. they sounded bad. It was bad. That that you're like, this, was there no coach? I don't understand. Tom Holland's a British kid. And he oh, sounded like all. a southern person from that era. Mm -hmm. The entire time. Yeah, it yeah. was really yeah. good. Yeah, it was. Check it out, Mike. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it right after this. Mike, um, what was your favorite movie of 2020? Uh, well, this is the thing that messed up my list, is I didn't know it was the theatrical release, but uh, 1917. And that's my favorite movie of 2020. Uh, I realized I did see it in 2020. I saw it by myself in a theater where people were being rude and I had to shush I remember them. that story. That's right. Is that when you ran into the guy after the movie yeah, and you said, yes. hey, do better next time? Yeah, and it was a whole <laughs> thing. <laughs> I really shamed myself for that, but I was really upset. Um, and he said, you too? In I don't eat bubble that <laughs> yeah. I just scampered off. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, it's beautiful and it's of this time period that we'll never this event in the world that we will never comprehend ourselves. And it seems so 
uh, fake, you know, almost. But then I wa- I'm going to buttress this movie with I also watched Peter Jackson's um, oh, his documentary. Oh, his, like, touched-up footage documentary? Yeah. Oh, how was that? It was really, really interesting, but the touched-up footage doesn't start until, like, 15 to 20 minutes in so you're really confused they're setting you up for it but it watching that after watching 1917 you're like whoa 1917 is super accurate looking like and it makes it even more terrifying Hmm. because they have all this footage that you're like that is the town that they were in basically and all these things where in 1917 because it's a movie you think oh this is seems really scary and weird but it's a movie, you know, even though you know it's a thing. It's, a, it's an event in history. Anyway, you should watch that as well. I, I would say it's a good addendum to 1917. But 1917 on its own is beautiful, and it's my number one. Oh, well, that's a go. good call. Oh. Bethany, what was your favorite movie yeah, of 2020? I, I think it probably needed to be the other way around now that I'm thinking about it. It probably should have been Devil All the Time. But I really did love Emma. I'm a sucker for that movie, period, end of story, always. I love Jane Austen, and I was really curious how they were going to do it, and I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was cast. The cast at first was unsettling, but then I really liked them as it went on. It's got Bill it Nye, was, right? It was, yeah, who I adore, and he was perfect in his role. He's so funny. So I loved it. I thought it was really good. It was one of those feel-good ones. I believe I saw it with my sister. Yeah, oh, I did I see it with my sister, which is like, we just love those movies. So it was just really in great. theaters. Mm-hmm. Oh, how did we see it in theaters? It must have come out early. It, it, it came, came out early. like Valentine's Day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that looks good. I want to watch it. It was it was definitely one of my just it's one or two, but the Queen's Gambit girl. I forget. Her yes, name. Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah, yeah, I kept when I watched the Queen's Gambit. I'm like, where is um, this around these parts? We call her the girl from the witch. Yeah, Because this is You Hate Movies, not You Hate Shows. Or Split. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, well, anyway, she was cool. But The Queen's Gambit might have been better than anything on Honestly, this list. Honestly, it was so good. Well, we don't care about freaking shows. We're so doing movies. So that's my top ten, but too. I put that in there. Yeah. With Emma and Queen's Gambit. Okay. No. Next. All right, Abby, what was your favorite movie of 2020? It was The Devil All the Time. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very, very good. It'll... Knock you off your feet. Maybe. Or maybe not. <laughs> I guess you never know. <laughs> That's life. I really thought That's the um, it was pretty heavy-handed on the critique of that very, um, what would you call it? Like, uh, like the church culture or the religious aspect. Southern backwoods religious fundamentalist. Yeah, fundamentalist is the word I was looking for. Yeah. You know that um, the weird preacher guy who yeah. does Which the bad thing in that movie, he's in The Queen's Gambit, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That was fun to see him in a different role. Yeah, he was very different. Yeah. <laughs> weird preacher guy does bad things? No, he's the, um, it's the, the brother. No. Oh, not the brother. The preacher that was the spiders. Mm-hmm. Then goes yeah. off with the cousin, him, but he's in the Queen's from Canada. Harry Potter. Yeah, he's a very normal character, which was weird to see. Yeah, yeah, best movie, good movie. My uh, favorite film of 2020 has already been mentioned once. It was not Emma because I didn't see Emma. <laughs> mm. 
Uh, but I'd like to. It was a movie called Come to Daddy. Mm. That's number one? Yeah. I saw it um, after reading a couple of... No, no. I just saw a couple of thumbnails that showed Elijah Wood with blood all over him. And it was like, Come to Daddy is weird or something like that. And I was like, oh, that sounds kind of interesting. I think I'll rent that one night. And uh, I think that going into it just based on that was why I liked it so much. I didn't really know what was going, what I kind of thing I was signing up for. And it's one of those movies, uh, great title card, mm-hmm. and uh, you can, can't can really describe it. Yeah. It is utterly, utterly bizarre, yeah. but keeps you 100% engaged, not like utterly bizarre, like I'm, I'm thinking of ending things, and you're like, God, what are we doing? It was more like, what the heck, in a thrilling kind of way, and really, really balls to the wall out there bonkers bat crap crazy i thought you'll never see it coming and it's one of those movies it's like oh it seems like it's pushing it and then you have no idea i'll never see daddy coming (laughs) that's right come to daddy elijah wood really really interesting i guess i'll just say it's this film about a dude uh, a grown man a grown hipster influencer kind of wannabe guy who's going to visit his estranged father for the first time and then strange things happen. It's set in Oregon? It's set in Oregon. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, we did it. We saw it. we managed to see movies in 2020 and yeah. we managed to find some that we didn't even like that much and put on a list uh-huh. and some that we did actually really love. You know, it, looking back, it was a pretty good year for us. Oh, 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 oh a great year. Yeah. <laughs> We're if here. you, if you we watch The Devil All the Time and Over the Moon, you're set. Did you manage to see any movies during the wonder that was 2020? Did you see something we missed and that we need to see, even so? Something that might have changed our top 10 list? Please, and I mean this sincerely, let us know by leaving a comment at youhatemovies.com and following us on social media, all the outlets at youhatemovies where you can argue with us through the crucial and important medium, totally real and totally valid medium of social media that everyone can and should take very seriously that's a joke but here's something that's not a joke if you like this podcast and you want to hear more episodes of you hate movies there's a couple of ways that you can help the easy free and uh, very low ask version is that you can go to the apple Podcasts app and leave a five-star kind-hearted review on this podcast believe it or not this helps a lot if you want to go one more than that you can go to patreon.com slash youhatemovies where for the price of a, a cup of coffee or so, you can get extra episodes you can't hear any other way. And you can help us pay all these web hosting, podcast hosting bills and keep You Hate Movies on the all-important airwaves. 